Hello everyone, this is Jill from Down Is Up World, which is all of our world. I have not done a podcast in ages. It's just been the mood. The mood is sort of bad. (laughs) It's sort of a what's the point. And as I sit here, I have... I I thought I would just read some headlines. Just reading the headlines and giving you maybe a thought or two about them as I read them tells you the state of our world. So I'm going to start with the Gateway Pundit. I really like this um, site, news site. They have truth tellers on there and that's what we're looking for these days i'm going to stop for a second and back up just a little bit this um past week i went on an excursion shall we say with my father and we drove over the hump as it's called here in nevada to perump to scope out campgrounds. Well, this is the mindset of my father. Let me tell you, he's a little trickster. He must have somehow forgotten to tell me or forgot himself or didn't connect the two. But the reason we're looking for a campsite is I have terrible... PTSD symptoms, I don't do loud noises at all. I haven't my entire life. Um, And it's just kind of gotten worse. I can't deal with thunder and lightning at all. I just kind of want to curl into a little ball and die. (laughs) And fireworks are the same thing for me now. I love to see fireworks from afar, But if I have to be close to them and hear them, I just can't handle it. Anyway, so living in Las Vegas, uh, last year was the first year that I was in this place that um, I was home because the year before that I was on the road traveling around in my camper. And um, so last year while I was home, it it was literally hell in my house. It was so bad. With the fireworks, I live in a neighborhood, and I've I haven't lived in a neighborhood, gosh, since I don't even know when, but it was so bad. I knew I had to find a place that I could escape to for this year for fireworks, and fireworks are illegal in Las Vegas. But do you think that matters? No, down is up, right? What's legal is now not legal, and what should be illegal is now legal and I think I just said that but you know reverse what's right and wrong (laughs) anyway um so what happens is my service dog that I have her name is Glory she tends to respond to me so what happens when I start going into this little ball of ooze 
she starts going into a little ball of ooze instead of supporting me. I don't, it's the weirdest thing. She still comforts me. She's like wanting to be right on top of me. But it was just hell. Holy, awful nightmare. It was like right in my yard almost. And so I knew we had to do this. We had to find a place. Well, I went and did find a place to go. Um, in Utah. So I do have a reservation somewhere in Utah, but it's like four hour drive. So I thought, well, maybe if there's a place closer, I can just cancel that reservation, blah, 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 blah. So the thought was we would drive over to Pahrump, which is about an hour away and check out their campsites. As we're driving, this is my father we're entering the town, and he says, oh, yeah, fireworks are legal in Pahrump. Stop. What? Okay. And so why are we considering Pahrump? <laughs> oh, my gracious gravy. Do you think he knew? I do. I think somewhere in his mind he knew. But what was he thinking? Okay, so benefit of the doubt here. He says, well, maybe the, maybe the campsites won't allow fireworks. And I'm thinking, yeah, well, will that matter? (laughs) So we go to campsite number one and first words out of my mouth. It was a nice one. It was gorgeous. It's like a vineyard and all that. And she was so sweet. She was like, yeah, I just think you're in for trouble because this is like fireworks mecca. <laughs> I'm going great, great. On a side note for this, this is my first outing where my brave button has been set and my determination bone has been in place. And I was determined no matter what to not wear my mask. I don't even think I brought it. I didn't bring it. And in fact, I think I should have a mask burning. I think that would be a good idea. So anyway, I walk into this place. The first place I went into, she's not wearing a mask either. And it, and it doesn't really look like they've done a whole lot for the whole COVID protocols you have to do to put them in place, you know, where they're supposed to put in all the plexiglass and blah, blah, blah. But hard to tell because it was very, it was nicely done if they did it at all. Anyway, so she doesn't have a mask. She doesn't mention that I don't have my mask on. Of course, there's a sign on the door. Masks are mandatory, blah, blah, blah. And I'm prepared to just say, well, I just don't wear masks. My mask's on the inside. That's kind of what I'm going to settle on as my response I also was armed. I had gone and printed off of, oh, what is her name? Lee, oh, Lee something. It'll come to me. Anyway, she has a website where she um, has all these things that you can print out to show people or send, share links. And this was all the studies done on how masks don't work. So I had printed that out and brought several copies with me 
for each place. If I had to hand it over and say, here, read this, blah, blah, blah. I was just thinking anything I can do to prove my point. So anyway, no mask. Nobody cared. Stop one. Fail. Beautiful place. I would go back there, not during the 4th of July. (laughs) And fireworks. Brouhaha. Okay, so we go on to the next site. Mind you, for this one-hour trip, my father has insisted on bringing his trailer along. I don't understand. He had it hooked up for the weekend because he took it to a pig roast that he went to. (laughs) And it's hilarious. They named the pig Donna. I said, why Donna? It should have been named Hillary. That was my opinion. Anyhow, we went to site two. And so site two is a little bit different. We park on the street and walk in and um, it's just like a what are the like a guard shack where you register. They just have a little shack there and you go out and they have major mask wearing signs. No exceptions. Masks must be worn. Blah, blah, blah. At first, I didn't even understand how the the thing worked. I'm like, is there a window they're going to open? What's the deal? So I just opened the door and first words out of their mouths. They're fully masked up people inside their little booth there. And they say, you have to have a mask. Put your mask on. Do you have a mask? I said, no, I don't have a mask. And I'll just stand right here outside. Well, you're supposed to wear a mask. And I said, not outside. I'm fine. I said, don't worry about it. I just have a question. I'm thinking I'll change the subject. Let's move on. So I ask her my fireworks question. And she says, uh, you're in Pahrump. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Thanks, Dad. So anyway, um, my dad finally walks up to, he has his mask on. He's a compliant little soldier. And I'm going to get back to the conversation in, my, in the truck with my dad. And he says, but do you allow fireworks in the park? And he's like, well, not really. But on the 4th, it's kind of everybody just does what they want. And I'm like, oh, great. And she says, then there's a field across the street there. And there is a field across the street. And they shoot them off there. That's the place the town does it. I'm like, Oh, great. Well, that's the preferred answer anyway, because the the minute I saw their no exceptions sign, I was done with that place. So I was done. Let's move on. Go to the next place. And um, where's the next place? The next place was out of town a little bit, north of town. And, of course, my dad's all, oh, well, this is, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. Nobody will be shooting off fireworks out here, blah, blah, blah. Right. He's clueless. But he's ever hopeful. He's, you know, hopeful for that, whatever. I'm already done. A, Pahrump is ugly. Sorry if you live there, but it's ugly. I mean, you're talking to a girl who was born and raised in Colorado. (laughs) And, you know, I raised my children in Southern California. And 
I'm telling you, if you don't have trees, you just got nothing. You got to have at least trees. No trees. I, I mean, there were trees at the campgrounds that were put there and stuff, but oh gosh, it was just an ugly place. Anyway, not that it would have mattered because I was just trying to get away from fireworks. Well, I came to Fireworks USA, apparently. Anyway, okay, so third sight. We walk in or drive in, whatever, and approach this first guy who has his mask on. Doesn't say a word. The mask was not an issue, which is fine. We're still outside. Anyway, he says, you need to ask this guy, blah, blah, blah. This guy apparently is the general manager. He's driving by on his little golf cart. And he says, you're not going to go anywhere in Pahrump and and get away from fireworks. It's just nowhere. And it's going to be loud and long the entire weekend. And no. I had my answer. I was satisfied. I was ready to go home. And... So we took the dogs for a little jaunt in the dust bowl across the street. Anyway, so I'm thinking to myself, why would my dad take me? This is just his logic. But on the way there, now this is the point, getting back to squirrel, going back around, all that stuff. I am battling my dad every single day about the vaccine and he really confuses me because he is a decorated soldier and 323 combat missions okay that's a lot in Vietnam or I should say over Vietnam because he uh, was a pilot is a pilot anyway the man should have a little more ah, something. I don't know. He should question things a little bit more, it seems to me. And he just is so gullible, it seems like. So I was very hesitant to take this trip because I thought this is two hours plus in the car with him, truck, whatever. And I know I can't keep my mouth shut about this. And it's really starting to bother me that he wants to get the vaccine. And there's this part of me that thinks he may have already gotten it and is not telling me. Um, but anyway, I start throwing things out. So I looked up the name of that lady. Her name is Lee Dundas. And she uh, ha- has a... Um, Nonprofit called Advocates for Citizens' Rights, and that website is citizens-rights.org. You can look her up there. But she is, um, if you go to that website, that's where you can find all of the items to print off and stuff. So that's where I had gotten my um, form paperwork to to hand to people. She has, there's a tab, if you go to resources, you can look under there about um, the harms from social distancing, mask wearing, and lockdowns, um, and objections to the release of immunization data, blah, blah, blah. She's, I tell you what, this woman, Lee Dundas, D-U-N-D-A-S, that's her name, she is a 
Spitfire. And she was written up in all different sorts of um, Gateway Pundit, LifeSite News, uh, Epic Times, those sorts of, you know, truth-telling news because she spoke out at Orange County Schools um, board meeting for the fact that they're trying to force children to wear masks. And man, she nailed it. This is one heck of a smart woman. She's a lawyer. And let me just say, if you want information, I I cannot recommend her enough. I I was blown away. And something, I think I am more attracted to intelligence than anything. And when people do things that are stupid, it I don't, I, I should have more mercy and I should have more grace and kindness and love for these people, but it tends to piss me off. <laughs> when, and so my dad, who I think is one of the smartest people on the planet, literally, he, the man has five engineering degrees, okay? He could fly anything. He can fix just about anything, and his brains, when it comes to the whole COVID stuff, well, let's just put it this way. He is so asleep. You know what I mean. He is sound asleep. <laughs> he is sleeping like a baby. He is not awake. <laughs> and so I was trying to get him to understand. And I thought maybe this will be an opportunity because usually what I do is I hammer him with emails. I hammer him and hammer him and hammer him with every news article I can get on the damages, you know, and what's happening with the vaccines and how people are having blood clotting and adverse reactions and syphilis-like or not. What, is that right? Is it syphilis-like? I think it is. Um, where you get welts and sores, body sores all over your body from that. That's another thing that's happening to people. Well, my father is still watching CNN and MSNBC and ABC and NBC and CBS. And, you know, he's clueless. He's, he's absolutely, he has valid arguments in some ways. Oh, Jill, now why would you believe that they would be lying to you? Well, because I use my brain. And this is what boggles my mind is this man who was literally put through hell in the Vietnam Wars and his return and he saw how America treated him. He is not questioning this stuff at all. So I'm sitting here trying to explain to him how, you know, it's all planned. And one thing that did catch his attention was my friend Jovan had put up um, a picture of in 20, was it 2016? Yes, 2016, the website names for uh, COVID passport. Uh, COVIDpassport.net.org.org whatever, all of them, .info, had all been purchased and registered on GoDaddy.com. 
all on the same day. And Jovan says, how did they know in 2016? So that kind of got his attention. He did listen to that. Then he starts going off on India. And at the time, when in the on our ride, I had not heard about all this stuff. I have really not been paying attention to news lately. It's just the same thing over and over again. And I have just sort of come to a place where, well, let's just say it's God or nothing. And that's that's where I am. I, I don't think that the military is going to rush in and save us anymore. I think that the military is being just as corrupted and brainwashed and ordered around as, you know, um, the rest of us, the rest of the government organizations have been. And because of the Biden regime supposedly being in power right now, I, I don't see, I don't see anything changing that, that the, the degree that our world has fallen to is so bad. It is so irreversible in the sense of Satan is having a play day. And really, it's, it, it is, he, has, he has infiltrated every aspect of our government from the top down. And I don't think we're going to have another fair election. I don't think that a conservative will ever get a fair shake again in a court system. Um, I think they're going to start coming after conservatives. They're already doing things like putting um, lists out. And that is a very um, Naziistic thing of Marxist-Leninist um, behavior to create lists of the people to be on the lookout for. There are people on no-fly lists who have done nothing wrong other than make opinions known on social media. So my dad is basically unaware of all of this, and he brings up India. Squirrel, we're coming back around. This is how I roll. And he tells me, oh, they're burning the people in the streets, blah, blah, blah. The hospitals are overflowed, blah, blah, blah. So I said, well, I haven't heard about any of that. But it seems to me that I heard somewhere that they got millions of doses of vaccine. And it's probably they got bad vaccine. And any vaccine at this point is bad. And what what could make it worse is to get a, a batch that is bad. And that does happen too. So it's almost like a double whammy. If you get the vaccine to begin with, you're already screwed. If you get a bad vaccine, you're double screwed. So these people are dying right and left. And I know that when this first started, they weren't having issues in India because so many people, as a matter of course, are on hydroxychloroquine. They take it because of malaria. And 
So I need to do a little more research to really understand what's going on there. But I have since this road trip with daddy understood that, yes, indeed, these are people who have been vaccinated. Another strain has come through. And of course, they don't have the immune system now because the vaccine has shot it. And I'm trying to explain all of this in a matter of road trip time, which is one hour. And I'm just stymied by the scales over his eyes. And I hope and pray I got to him a little bit. And I said to him, what hurts me the most is that I'm your daughter and I'm not an idiot. And you must know that I do my research. And he said something to me. He said, well, how do you know your sites are right? And I said, because we're being censored by the big tech, by the globalists. The globalists want to destroy people. That's their goal. And he, he sort of listened, but oh, it's a battle. It is a battle, and it's a heart-wrenching battle when people... He says, I just want to get back to normal. I want to go to the shows again. I want theaters to open up again. I want, you know, I want to not have to wear a mask, blah, blah, blah. I want life back to normal. Well, the sad thing is, I don't think we're ever going to get back to that unless... God does something. And I know that, you know, Bo Poloni, am I saying his name right? P-O-L-L-O-N-Y, I think is his name. He is a timeline expert for biblical timelines. And something he has said is that biblical timelines tend to repeat themselves. And you can see that uh Time frames, God often repeats numbers of days, numbers of weeks, numbers of months, numbers of years throughout different events, major events, biblically, and you can find those timelines. And then you can also take those timelines and modern day them. And so he's an expert at doing that. And according to him, this past week, April 23rd through the 26th, something big was on a timeline that was supposed to happen. Well, I didn't give it a lot of credit, but I did pray about it. And I I said, you know, God, if something is going to happen, please make it where the entire world can see it. And we all want the same thing. You know, anybody listening to this, I sure does. Um, Unless you're my dad's friend who listened to me and is a hater and thinks I'm crazy and is a Joe Biden communist lover. Hi, if you're listening to me still, then I don't understand that, but whatever. Glad to have you. (laughs) Um, But really and truly, the point that we are in right now, I think we're so deeply lost to Satan, and Satan has a tight grip on on what's happening. And that that's my prayer. My prayer has has resorted to only God can change this. And if that means revival, I'm all for it. And 
you know, God bless the people who are out there trying. And this is my way of trying. I don't have a lot of strength, literal physical strength in my body. Um, And so, but I can talk. And I can do that. And so I hope that you might think about sharing this if you find any kind of value in it. Because all I know to do is share the truth and pray. And the truth is, people like Bill Gates and George Soros and Fauci and Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey and those people with so much money and so much power are filled with so much evil. And the only way to overcome that is Jesus. And he can. He can do that. I was listening to... um, Mike Adams the other day, and he said, and I I really believe that Mike Adams is really, truly just learning a lot about biblical things, shall we say. He is a Christian, and he is wise, and man, he is a smart guy as far as biology and natural um, healing and food. I mean, he's a food scientist, right? So he knows all this stuff, and I respect that a lot. And bless his heart for trying to know more about the Bible. And he said, I don't think God will ever forgive killing of babies. And he he actually even questioned himself, which I thought was another sign of intelligence. You know, when you you question your own um, ideologies, that can be a good thing if you're just learning, right? And he said, now, I hope some of you might get back with me if I'm wrong about that. And the only sin that I know of that is God has said in the Bible is unforgivable is to blaspheme the Holy Spirit. And that is an unforgivable sin. And that is you know, essentially what people like Talib and the squad and all of those people, that's what they are doing because they are completely against God. And essentially anyone who says anything pro-God, they shoot it down. But all of these people who are killing millions of millions of millions of people through this COVID scam, yes, they can be forgiven. That's our God. He can do that. So, okay, back to square one. Hold on one moment. All right, I wanted to get my computer up and running here so I could read some headlines for you. Because that's where I started this whole monkey-do around and got off on... (laughs) All sorts of different things. So let's see. Let's start with the Gateway Pundit. Where was that? Here it is. Okay. So let's just 
discuss how upside down our world is. And I know I'm doing it again, but this is how I roll. Did anybody watch Biden try to speak this week? He gave his, um, oh, it's not the State of the Union because that's only after you've given your first speech, whatever it was called. But so he gives his little speech and, oh my gosh, it was horrible. When he said, we the people are the government, that tells you everything you need to know. That is pure socialism, communism. Okay, so here we go. Headline time. The Gateway Pundit. This is from Friday, April 30th. The Protect Democracy Project, one of three groups who requested the DOJ stop the Arizona audit, is connected to Soros and funds the mothership of Democrat nonprofits. Yeah. Protect Democracy Project. Isn't it funny they named themselves things that would make you believe that they're on the right side of things, but they're truly evil. Evil, evil, evil. Okay. Next one. Brawl breaks out at Chicago O'Hare International Airport. Bystander jumps in to break it up. Fight. Video. Well, that's good. Good for that bystander. You know, no, that's something that I I always... I'm such a hermit anymore. I don't get out and about. So if I ever did see something like that, I prayed that I would be the one to take a bullet to protect somebody else. Because I'm telling you what, the the Derek, is it Derek or Eric? Whatever. Derek, I think. Chauvin case. Yeah, the guy killed him. I mean, it, it was horrible. The whole thing was horrible. We all know that. But there's also some more extenuating circumstances that the mass media doesn't want you to know about that case. The bottom line here is, I hope if I would have been there, I would have gone over and grabbed that cop by the scuff of his neck and said, get off of him. You know, if we can't step in, what good is it? I mean, and I know there were some people that said, get off, get off, you're killing him, you're hurting him. Well, what does that do? Yes, you can be afraid. You can be afraid and still act. Because you know what? When you act, you get a whole different set of adrenaline flowing through you that gives you strength. And I believe that if you pray right then, if you stop yourself enough and say, God, give me the power I need, he will. And he will protect you. Because you're doing what's right and you're doing it in his name. You know, you have to think about the big picture. And yes, nobody wants to die right away. But I tell you what, at this point in my life, I'm like, you know what? I don't care. All bets are off. I'll do whatever it takes to protect somebody. I, If I get thrown in jail, I get thrown in jail. Someone please come feed my animals, Okay. But my kids are grown, so that's a big thing. And, you know, I, I feel for people whose children are still school age. Oh, bless you, bless you. But let me just say this. If your children are school aged, get them out of school. 
Now, that's the opposite of what you would think I might say, because, you know, I really do want schools to open back up. But the problem is the left has overtaken schools and they're teaching critical race theory to kindergartners. And today, every Friday at six, I pray with my prayer group for my church in California And that was something we prayed about, is that the schools would open their eyes to things that they are teaching that are absolutely not of God. And it's very frustrating and hard for me. And I, I, you know, if it's really difficult when you have people that you absolutely love who don't understand the whole COVID lie. And, you know, we pray every week for people with COVID and, you know, situations surrounding COVID. And it's it's hard for me because a lot of people at my church believe in the vaccine and they're praying that the vaccine solves everything. And, you know, they just don't have the big picture. Anyway, okay, here we go. Oh, John Kerry. Does... Am, am I the only one that thinks he looks like Lurch? I think he looks like Lurch. He is not an attractive person. Okay. Uh-oh. Evidence shows the intel on Israel that John Kerry shared with Iran was not in the public domain as claimed by Biden's State Department. Well, duh. John Kerry is a bad guy. He, When he was in the Navy back in 1970, was sharing details about things he had no business sharing. The man is just a nightmare. Okay, updated. Oh, here we go. Joint session. That's what it's called. Biden joint session of Congress ratings are in. 22.6 million viewers compared to Trump's 48 million viewers. But Joe totally had 81 million votes. That's the headline. Now, see, this is why you got to love the Gateway Pundit. They tell it like it is. And the picture that's right beside it, it's got a picture of Joe and this funny expression and it says flop. Very true. He's just a nightmare. And I I just, I don't understand anyone who can watch him, listen to him and think for one second he is in charge. It's crazy. And according to Mike Adams, or no, it was Jeffrey Prather. And Jeffrey Prather, if you don't know him, he is an ex-DEA, DIA, Intel guy, accused very similarly to what um, F- General Flynn went through. Never been convicted of anything because he's a truth teller and a Christian and believer. Anyway, he said that there is an office one mile from the White House that Obama has set up in. And that's where he's running things from. Okay, next headline. Juan Williams of Fox News claims riots and fires in America's city over last year didn't happen. Yeah, if you say it ain't so, it ain't so, right? Oh, idiots. Lord help us. Here's the next one. Twelve armed FBI agents kicked down door of couple's home looking for Pelosi's laptop. Turns out it was a case of mistaken identity. Great. That's super. And this this is what is coming, people. 
This is what's going to come. And I've even thought about it with, you know, this very podcast. I say things, I don't care. I'm going to say what I want to say. And if I get banned, I get banned. I don't care. But the fear is that the FBI is going to get a hold of me. (laughs) Although FBI for, you know, if you're listening, although I doubt it, but maybe if you are, I, I have a very tiny audience. Like I have two dogs that listen to me and some cats and a couple friends and my cousin. Okay. And maybe my dad's buddy who, who, who hates me. And he's listening just because I don't know why. So don't worry about me. I don't have a big influence. <laughs> All right. Most transparent audit ever. Cyber Ninjas. That's the name of the company doing the audit. Kind of scary. Um, release policies and procedures after Arizona court's order to make documents public. Well, that's interesting. I have not had a lot of conversation lately with Jovan because he is very busy right now. Oh, funny. He's in the next headline. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, so anyway, um, he's very, very busy. And my question to him, I want, I think what he's doing is he has trained this company. And he is overseeing them um, because I know without a doubt they are doing his kinematic artifacts um, procedures. And the court order was to make the documents public because I think some of the procedures were patent protected and maybe that had something to do with and i'm i'm guessing i'm totally guessing as to why some of that was not public but you know the left is going to do everything they possibly can to thwart this effort thwart i love that word thwart use that word thwart <laughs> and and they are they're going to do everything they possibly can to find a fault but my here's my question my question is, so what? Okay, so so what? Let's say Jovan gets this all done, proves it all, and just today he did a, a half an hour um, live on Facebook and YouTube, and he showed from Georgia. Now, of course, the audit's being done in Arizona, but this was a Georgia... Uh, tape that he showed and it was put out on the AP by Bloomberg and it showed the counting of the ballots and the going through of things and I believe that this was done before the 10 o'clock time frame when they shut everything off and he has you watch and she does her little thing this gal this is the this is the room where that ruby person was in who we all know now was so guilty and in on the whole thing. Anyway, one at at one point during the video, she takes an uh, an envelope. It's a you know nine nine by eleven envelope, and flips it over and turns it onto her pile of sorted ballots. 
He says, I noticed something and I noticed it too. Immediately. About that envelope. Well, what the envelope was is it was from China. And what business did it have being there? These are the things my friend knows. I'm telling you what. Anyway, okay, so the most transparent audit ever, Cyber Ninjas released policies and procedures after Arizona's court order to make documents public. I'm I'm sure that they don't care. In a way they may care if it's if it was all about patent protection, but they they will be transparent because they will, you know, the truth has light on it. And that's the way it works. So okay, here's the next thing that I, uh, headline, defend the vote to host natural, natural, (laughs) national virtual summit May 2nd with Mike Lindell, Patrick Byrne, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, Dr. Linda Lee Tarver, Chris Ann Hall, and the TGP's, oh, the Gateway Pundit. I was like, what's the TGP? (laughs) Jim and Joe Hoft. Jim and Joe Hoft are brothers and they are, um, a lot of the stories are written by them on the Gateway Pundit. So this is a virtual summit. Oh, that sounds very good. I might actually click on that and see what that says. But let's keep going with our headlines real quick. Wealthy white liberal Joy Behar, Tim Scott does not seem to understand racism. Gosh, she is a mess. What is wrong with Joy Behar? She just has a bad attitude. She does she is she ever happy? Who calls her joyless Behar? I think it's Sean Hannity. But that is absolutely the truth. Her name does not define her. She is absolutely, completely, and totally bitter. She needs a time out. Okay, let us move on. Let's see here. Okay, let's go to the Epoch News. Epoch Times. Epic Times. They say epic. South Dakota Dakota Governor Kristi Noem sues Biden admin over Independence Day fireworks cancellation. Good on you, Kristi. Good on you. Now, I have people that I love dearly that live in South Dakota. Democrats. (laughs) Makes me so sad. They don't like their governor. I love their governor. She's wonderful. But I hope she wins. Sued theirs little butts off. Latest, Twitter stock drops after weak quarter, missing target on user growth, like they could care. And what is with Jack Dorsey and his Gimli beard? Doesn't he look like he's trying to look like Gimli? I think he does. He's an idiot. Is anybody even on Twitter that is, well, yeah, Joe Vaughn stays on Twitter. Monica Matthews stays on Twitter. You know, they have followings, and I I get that. I, I, I get the whole stay on a platform where you have an audience and say what you need to say. But, gosh, there's a part of me that's like, just leave. They are so not worth my time. Next headline. John Kerry, financial disclosures show millions of income from stocks, including, get this, here it is, wait for it, oil companies. <laughs> Mr. John Kerry, <laughs> Mr. Green Day, Green Deal, Mr. Green whatever Earth himself. Oh, he's such an ass. 
couple. Oh, here, also worth reading. This is one things. The Epic Times, always at the bottom of their news feeds, has a positive story. And I just love that. Couple married for seven decades. 70 years. Gracious gravy. That That is incredible to me. Reveal their secret to a happy, long relationship. I suggest you read that one. That article sounds good. And then their last thing is a recommended video on Crossroads. Crossroads is their, um, the name of their, used to be their YouTube channel, but YouTube has banned them. And so they started their own. It's now called epoch.epoch, E-P-O-C-H dot TV. And America's Socialist Revolution, interview with Trevor Loudon. That, that looks good. I would suggest we watch that too. Okay. Now let's do a flip. Let's go to breaking Christian news. Tim Scott, after leftist attack, great comeback in American history is on its way. Dear Lord, please let Tim Scott be right. Gosh, I really, you know, that's the thing. I just pray that somehow God intervenes. I I was in bed last night thinking to myself, I can't believe I'm living through this crazy time and that I'm possibly going to see the Lord return. That's cool. (laughs) Think of it that way. Try to find the good in everything. I've always lived like that and I'm still trying to do it. It's very difficult, but try to find the good. So what's the good In the day's news. Well, read the story about the couple that's been married for 70 years. Wow. And, you know, look for it. Great American comeback in history is on its way. Praise God. All right, next story on breaking Christian news. After leftist attacks, Senator Tim Scott predicts a comeback. Coming backlash, sorry, I can't read. I'm very dyslexic and I have to go slower than I am. Coming backlash to this liberal oppression. The greatest American history, comeback in American history. Well, that's the same title. What are you guys doing? Don't be putting titles twice. Anyway, he he was apparently on uh, Hannity. Well, I pray he's right. Dear Lord, we need an American comeback. And it's funny. Speaking of the American comeback, even as a very small girl, I can remember when I would go visit my grandma. Some of the best times in my life were visiting my grandmother in Miami, Oklahoma. And she ran the Cherokee Motel. And man, did I love it. I just, I just loved my grandmother. And across and down the street from her was this new store. And I remember even as a real young girl thinking, wow, this store is amazing. They have everything. It was like a big treat. We would, she would take me over to the Walmart. Hmm. Little did I know. And I would get a little, you know, money and I would get to buy something. And it was just heaven to go and explore all these amazing things they had because I just lived in Podunk Town, Canyon City, Colorado, 
We didn't have no stinking Walmart. We just had our Main Street mom and pop stores. Oh, my. And then one day, after I left town, after I was 18 and hit the road, Jack, don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Yeah, we got to do that. Anyway, guess what came to my town and killed it? Just like it did Miami, Oklahoma. Walmart. So anyway, the greatest comeback in American history for me to be would be to say adios to big tech. Adios to big companies like Amazon and Walmart and the mega companies that control everything. And if we could go back to manufacturing everything for ourselves here... Like, we did discover that, didn't we? We found out that if you don't make it here, you can run the risk of not having it when you need it. All right, a few more here, and then we're going to sign off, because I think I've rambled on and on. The antithesis of MLK's mission, semicolon. Biden admin bans white farmers from government assistance solely due to their race. Ugh. I mean, here's the bottom line, folks. Here's the bottom line. If the left says it, they're doing it. If they project it, I should say. If they project it onto conservatives or or anyone else, any other group, they're doing it. They call you racist because they are racist. I mean, how racist is that? You're white. You don't get any help. Okay, the next headline, faith communities, and I'm going to end with this one because it's a good one. Faith communities nationwide prep for the National Day of Prayer on May 6th. And there's this little thing here. It says, Lord, pour out your love, life, and liberty is the petition being offered to the throne room of heaven May 6th during the 70th National Day of Prayer. And think about that. That kind of ties into that couple. 70th National Day of Prayer, and they've been married for every single one. Andrew Palau, oh, Andrew, I know Andrew, will be co-hosting with National Day of Prayer board member Kathy Branzell, the son of the late, and the son of the late evangelist Luis Palau, Luis and the Palau's went to my church in Portland, will be preaching the gospel message during the broadcast. Ah. See now, let's end on a good note. So May 6th is the National Day of Prayer. I think that's next Thursday. My pastor that we had our prayer group with from my California church suggested if you have a flag, set up some chairs around your flag outside and try to get your neighbors involved and just pray around your flag. And... Offer to pray for people as they walk by your house. What a great idea. But think about that, people. And my biggest prayer right now is that God moves mightily. That the whole world knows that it's him. Because I honestly think that's the only way to change things. Oh, and I wrote something out. I wrote something out. I want to read it to you. 
Let me find it. Hold on. I wrote a new little. Da 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 da. I know nothing. Thing. In this one and only vapor of a life, where down is up and up is down, we have many choices. We can choose to be a victim, or we can choose to be a victor. Choose victory. Don't be a victim. Victory comes only through Jesus and our all-knowing Heavenly Father. He alone knows all. All I know is I know nothing.